Encouraging Word with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. Our focus today is an open door for the Word, found in Colossians chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. And here's what it says. Devote yourselves to prayer, keeping alert in it with an attitude of thanksgiving, praying at the same time for us as well, that God will open to us a door for the word, so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ, for which I have also been imprisoned, that I may make it clear in the way I ought to speak. Conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders, making the most of the opportunity. Let your speech always be with grace, as though seasoned with salt, so that you will know how you should respond to each person. You know, as we continue to fight the good fight, we praise the Lord for open doors in the midst of all that's taking place around us. The more the enemy tries to silence us, to hinder and hamper the church, the more we must devote ourselves to prayer, as it says here in verse 2, that we would keep alert each new day. We are in a spiritual battle, an all-out war with the devil and the forces of darkness. We are seeing man destroying one another on so many levels. We know who who's behind this, who's fueling fires around the world, Satan and his demons. Flesh and blood is not our real enemy. Ephesians 6.12 says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. 2 Corinthians 10.3-6 says this, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying speculations and every lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Back in Colossians chapter 4, the Bible tells us to devote ourselves to prayer with an attitude of thanksgiving. 
Our attitude is how we carry ourselves. It's our outlook on life. Our attitude is a product of the meditations of our heart, the things that consume our thoughts. We can have an attitude of thanksgiving because we are convinced that we have victory in Jesus over all the powers and schemes of the enemy. There is genuine peace in knowing the battle or the war is won through the atoning work of Jesus Christ on the cross. This is good news, the news we are called to proclaim where we are planted and around the world to the remotest part, to the ends of the earth, as it says in Acts 1.8. Therefore, we make it our prayer that God will open a door for the word. There will be opposition in this world. Listen to what it says in John 15, verses 18 through 21. If the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know the one who sent me. And then also we can refer to John chapter 16, verse 33, that says, These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take courage. I have overcome the world. We praise the Lord for this promise. And as we continue on in our study, we know this, that nothing on this earth will ever stop the complete fulfillment of God's word. Listen to Isaiah 55:11. So will my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. This is all the more reason we must press on and continue to fight the good fight. Now back in Colossians, once again in verse 3, Paul is asking for prayer that God will open a door for the word so that we may speak forth the mystery of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 6, once Paul has laid out putting on the armor of God, in verses 18 through 20, he says this, With all prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit. And with this in view, be on the alert with all perseverance and petition for all the saints, and pray on my behalf that utterance may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak." Could it be that Paul's reference to the door for the word we read in Colossians 4 verse 3 based upon scripture is a reference to our boldness to speak and proclaim God's word in love and authority? Again, as Ephesians 6.20 says, that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And then in Colossians 4.3, that we may speak forth or boldly the mystery of Christ. Another area of great importance is found in 2 Timothy 2.15, where it says, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed accurately handling the word of truth or rightly dividing the word of truth. 
in order for us to have holy boldness, to have the anointing of the Holy Spirit in our preaching, we must strive and seek wholeheartedly to handle his word accurately. Speaking boldly doesn't necessarily mean we need to scream to be an effective preacher. Remember, our God in power and might speaks with a still small voice, according to 1 Kings chapter 19. Yet we must proclaim his word for what it divinely is, the absolute absolute, unwavering, most holy, everlasting truth. This was Paul's utmost desire, to preach the word accurately and with clarity as he includes in his prayer request in Colossians 4.4, that I may make it clear in the way I ought to speak. And then in verses 5 and 6, Paul addresses our conduct, our character. He says, conduct yourselves with wisdom toward outsiders. You know, I think of the phrase that's been posted on countless church signs, you may have seen this. It says, you may be the only Bible that some people read. In other words, we want people to see Jesus in the way we live and conduct ourselves, in the way we respond to world events and personal trials and challenges as well. This is how we make the most of every opportunity, or put another way, redeeming the time. This is how God opens a door for his word. You see, in America, we've been conditioned to put on a false front, to create the appearance that we have it all together, instead of fully yielding ourselves in total surrender to the potter, that he would put us on his potter's wheel and mold us and shape us more and more into his likeness in character and conduct. This is what will equip and enable us to see verse 6 actively taking place in our lives, letting our speech always be with grace, as seasoned with salt. The world needs to hear truth. The church needs to hear truth. And as we continually devote ourselves to prayer and the study of his word, we will know how to respond to each person. Seeking to allow the character of Christ to develop within us will open the door for the word because we will have confidence in knowing we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, according to Philippians 4.13. Is this your prayer today? If so, we are praying this prayer for you. Oh, how our commitment to the Word of God will bring life and a fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit in great power to His church. Let's pray. Father, we come before you with a heart of thankfulness. May we devote ourselves to prayer that a door for your word would open through us, that many hearts would be touched and drawn to a relationship with Jesus Christ. We pray for each and every servant of God that as they preach and proclaim your word, you would anoint them and bless them each new day. We commit ourselves to you. We open our hearts to you and we place ourselves willingly on the potter's wheel that you would continually mold us and shape us and prepare us and equip us for every good work, that we would redeem the time and make the most of every opportunity. God, we pray for your church today in this world of confusion. May we rise up and be all you've called us to be. As doors continue to open for your word around the world, may we hear testimonies and be encouraged to press on and to stand firm and to fight the good fight all for your glory. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart.